first, let me tell you about Rough Greens. That's your dog. Miles? Yeah. He's very uh, old, but mm-hmm. doing well. Doing well. Better than Still Joe chugging. Biden. Yes, he's he's awake a lot longer. If President Miles mm-hmm. uh, would have pulled troops out of Iraq or, or of Afghanistan, would it have gone better than what Joe Biden just did? I can firmly say there's no doubt it would go better than <laughs> the, what Joe Biden just did. crazy. Uh, and I think that's uh, President Miles, even without rough greens. Yeah. Uh, rough <laughs> greens. I mean, he's got energy. He runs around the house as much as, you know, a hundred year old dog can run mm-hmm. around the house. Uh, because he has all of the nutrients that are missing in, you know, everyday dog food. Mm-hmm. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to try out. It's just a little trial uh, sample bag. You can try it out for about a week. Just make sure your dog loves it as much as our dogs do. Uh, and then start sprinkling it on their food and watch the difference over the next couple of months. It's remarkable. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. thing I have heard or read about the debacle uh, in Afghanistan comes from Andrew Stiles and he writes the US military withdrawal from Afghanistan has quickly become the most embarrassing national security debacle since the Vietnam War perhaps more importantly however the debacle is one of the most inclusive of its kind in American history Let's share with you what Andrew Stiles uh, lines out because maybe this is a win for inclusivity. The Glenn Beck Program. Being uh, financially and fiscally responsible is uh, important, especially if you want to have comfort in your life and a little bit of flexibility. But sometimes... It is, it's not enough uh, on its own because life is full of expenses, uh, both ones we see coming and the ones we don't. The good news is financial uh, help, a bridge between the gap and you and financial freedom can be found from American financing. If you're a homeowner, for example, you're paying 3% or more on your mortgage, uh, it's probably time to give American financing a call and talk to them about a refi. If you've got debts, especially high-interest credit card debts, American Financing can walk you through a consolidation loan and really put you into a place where you can feel at ease as much as ease is, is capable or, or allowed in today's world. For any loan situation, American Financing is there to work uh, with you and get you the financial place where you really need to be. Family-owned business. They're, they're working for you. They're not working for the bank. There's no nonsense, no upfront or hidden fees, no pressure. Just a great family-owned company that can cover you coast to coast. 
It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So Andrew Stiles has written something for the Free Beacon that I just love. It is really important that, you know, hey, didn't all of our mothers say turn that frown upside down? Let's look for the positives in what happened in Afghanistan. Because, yes, yes, it was the biggest embarrassment in American history. Um, You know, they... People said this is like Saigon. No, it's not. It's not like Saigon because nobody was hanging on to the helicopter and then plunging to their death after takeoff. So it wasn't like Saigon. They're right. But he writes the Biden administration's Afghanistan policy may have failed in the conventional sense, but it was remarkably successful in the terms of gender and racial diversity of the individuals responsible for that failure. Many will die as a result, but blame for their deaths will be shared among an impressive array of female and uh, people of color in official capacities. All in all, this is a triumph of American inclusiveness and exceptionalism. For instance, Vice President Kamala Harris was reportedly the last person in the room with President Joe Biden when he made the decision to withdraw American troops from Afghanistan. Harris, uh, a a female person of color, uh, she is um, a Tamil Indian Afro-Jamaican descent, and she's also in charge of Biden administration's failed efforts to secure our southern border. So she's, you know, she is she's quite an amazing woman. And her chief spokesperson uh, is also also a person of color. Now, if you want to go a little further, uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, first African-American to serve in that position and the first to preside over military defeat in such an extraordinary magnitude. So he'll be remembered. Um, Avril Haines, the director of national intelligence, she's the first woman to oversee an epic intelligence failure after the U.S. spy agencies estimated the Taliban would uh, overrun Kabul within 90 days of U.S. withdrawal. It just happened in 72 hours. But uh, she, I mean, she is going to be remembered as the first woman to really oversee something this horrific. By the way. Glass ceiling shattered. Shattered. Mm -hmm. Shattered. Um, She also used to host uh, regular erotica night events in uh, bookstores in Baltimore. So we got that going for her. We got her. (laughs) What? hmm? What? That's true. I'm not up on my. That's absolutely true. Yeah, Avril Haines. Another important figure in Biden's decision to withdraw from Afghanistan is the uh, Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman. Now she was the former director of Emily's List, uh, who served as a lead negotiator for the Iran nuclear deal, and she was joined by Victoria Newland, the Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs. Newland prepared, you know, um, at uh, Choate Rosemary Hall. She graduated from Brown University, served as a non-resident fellow at the Brookings uh, Institution, 
And she is also a woman who has defended Chinese propaganda. But she's a woman. She's a woman. And she was there. Okay? And that counts for something. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, she provided invaluable representation as a uh, person of color with a vagina. Um, Alejandro (laughs) Mayorkas, the uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, critical voice from the Latinx community Mm. as he oversaw the administration's effort to provide visa to uh, military interpreters and other Afghan refugees. Now, I mean... (sighs) It didn't really work out, but the blood of those people will be on the most diverse set of hands in the history of American decision making. Wow, and I think that's great. That is now White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki conveniently out of the office until the 22nd of August. Uh, but she has been both a fearless defender of the administration's uh, decision to withdraw from Afghanistan Uh, a stern critic of the uh, Taliban. She has a vagina. Uh, Last week, she warned that the militant group has uh, has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. And I think I think that kind of dress down uh, from Saki, again, a woman uh, is amazing. And she's just not a, a woman. Okay, she is also a proud member of the underrepresented, uh, uh, underrepresented um, ginger American community. Mm. You don't see a lot of gingers and especially gingers in power. Not in this country, at least. No, you don't. Not enough, Glenn. Not Not enough. enough. Not enough. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, that is a diverse group of people. Um, Of course, (laughs) Biden uh, represents those people who are in cognitive decline, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the older set that just can't do it anymore. Uh, and that is upper, you know, that's underrepresented in, in most boardrooms, you know, or the highest levels of, uh, really, of any corporate or, re- organization attempting to be competent. Don't normally employ, don't, do it. don't take the brave step of taking someone who is incompetent yeah. and put them at, in charge. Yeah. And we've done that. I mean, I think that, you know, when you get somebody who is cognitively completely checked out, that is an important underrepresented, uh, uh underrepresented, uh, viewpoint. Really? It was, a, it was an interesting choice to, to put as a leader someone who's incompetent and incontinent, mm. which is <laughs> which is yeah not usually done not not the normal not step. usually done and I was under the impression Glenn I have to say that I thought maybe and this is I shouldn't admit this on the air but I was under the impression that only white men could fail this spectacularly no and, and that is that's mm. why we have to celebrate yes inclusiveness mm-hmm. and we have to <laughs> celebrate. Uh, the fact that we see now people of color, mm. people with vaginas, oh wow, uh, um, people that are ginger, mm-hmm. people that are completely incapacitated because they're so old. Yes, they can bring a bring a bring about the biggest debacle in all of American history and I think that is wow that's that incredible. is something that wow. we should just pause for a minute <gasps> uh, 
and look at. Uh, but, you know, I, I will tell you um, that it is it's more than just this, uh, because we have to go back to President Obama um, and really a tip of the hat to President Obama uh, for this, because, uh, you know, he was the guy who really laid the groundwork for all of this. And I think it's great. Um, in 2014, we all might remember the uh, five Taliban commanders, remember, mm-hmm. that were released from Gitmo. And uh, we, white guys like me, we're, we were like, uh, don't do that. That's really, da- these guys are really bad. But he pointed out that, no, no, now they've been in jail now since 2002. And, and they can go back and, and be productive members of society. And it was... It was Barack Obama, again, a person of color, um, it just to show the diversity. There were white people involved. There were men. There were blacks. There were uh, Native Americans. There were, there were Indians. There were all kinds of different people involved in this decision that made it as spectacular as it really is. I mean, when you want to say, hey, did the white people... Uh, just take off on an airplane where a bunch of people were hanging onto the sides and have them fall to the death. You'll say, no, no, that was a community (laughs) that made that happen. (laughs) That's great. Uh, And so when you look at the new commander uh, of the uh, Taliban, the guy who's in charge of the Taliban, I just want you to know that he was in Gitmo until 2014. He was taken in 2002 because he now don't judge him okay he was one of the main liaisons with al-qaeda uh while he was functioning in the the uh, the original taliban uh um government so someone that can work well with others yes absolutely Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. absolutely uh and he was really i mean he was really doing some 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 great things back then he was the uh, minister of the interior now, here, the Minister of Interior would oversee our national parks and things like that. But over in the Taliban, the Minister of Interior is the guy that oversees the enforcement of the Islamist punishments. Oh. So he was the guy who was in charge of cutting people's hands and heads off, uh, you know, uh, stonings and those kinds of things. That was his job. And we captured him in 2002 because he was not a good guy. So we sent him to prison. And then in 2014, Barack Obama finds this guy who we all know is a hero. Uh, you remember Bo, Bo Bergdahl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the army sergeant. That, oh, yeah. Oh, that was taken uh, by uh, the extremists and... Uh, and they were they were he was taken um, and and well, not tortured, but he was held for two years. And then during that two years, suddenly they became very, very good at targeting our troops. And later, you know, later we find out that, uh, you know, uh, he pleaded guilty to desertion and uh, misbehavior before the enemy and was uh, sentenced to a dishonorable discharge. Um, and well, he appealed, but the, um, the courts held, uh, upheld the conviction against him. So, 
Uh, you know, and several soldiers were killed uh, or seriously injured uh, during the search and rescue missions uh, to find him. Uh, sorry, it wasn't two years. It was five years in captivity. And uh, and that's when Obama celebrated him as a heroic POW, uh, something that the Pentagon never, never said, obviously, because they were getting ready to, uh, you know, charge him with serious crimes. Um, but then his dad, you know, praised Allah in the Rose Garden. And it was it was great. It was great. We traded him for the guy who's now leading the Taliban. So I think we yeah. have yep. even I you know oh, when you wow. think this is bad then you realize no 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 this collection of uh very diverse people I was thinking back to the did immortal, a great job. immortal mm-hmm. words of Bo Bergdahl mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I'm glad mm-hmm. that we traded this Taliban uh you know leader leader for yeah. for him and I was thinking back to what he was saying about America and how much he loved it and when oh. he when he said I'm sorry for everything here. These people need help, yet what they get is the most conceited country in the world telling them that they are nothing and that they are stupid and they have no idea how to live. I am mm. sorry for everything. The horror that is mm. America oh, is man. disgusting. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we got him. Yeah, yeah I'm glad we, we got, got him back. back. We got him we back. We traded him for only yeah. five Taliban leaders, including the, the leader. The leader now <laughs> who's in charge of yeah. Afghanistan, who, by the way, mm. has promised... There will be a very diverse Taliban. Uh, they are not going to overlook women oh, this time around. Good, so, good yeah. again. It's another really win. Another, really another win. He'll kill them just as fast as anybody else. Uh, anyway, you want a snack? Yeah. Yeah. I want one about every 20 minutes of my life. But it's important when you do have a snack that it's something good for you. And I hate hearing that because I don't believe anything that I like is good for me until I found Built Bars. The flavor comes first at Built, and they uh, will not make something that doesn't taste great. They make it taste great, and they're like, okay, now how can we make this taste good and be low in calorie, low carbs, high protein, and high fiber? Well, they've done it with nine amazing flavors, and they also have the limited time flavor occasionally. You can get a mixed box, and you can try two of each of the nine flavors. I have not hit one that I don't like. That is, that, to me, that's incredible. Built.com. You're going to love them. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and get 15% off your next order. It's Built.com. Promo code BEC15. 10 seconds, station ID. So I have uh, uh, recently found um, a woman who I just think is really quite brilliant. She does a podcast for Ricochet, and her name is Michaela Getz. And she wrote to me last night, and she said, I've been thinking about the people of Afghanistan. And many nights in my prayers, I say, thank you, God, for choosing me to be a person and to live in America and to live right now. Considering that God could have dropped me down at any place at any time, I'm floored that I was chosen to be born here in America at this time. Watching the last hope for freedom fail, uh, fade into in real time for people in Afghanistan, I can't help but wonder why one of them is not me why is it them and not me 
as people literally hold on to airplanes in the hopes of leaving their country. I'm sitting here concerned about rising gas prices. As the Taliban strips women of their personness in America, we're concerned about female athletes being paid less than their male counterparts. A little perspective changes everything. Not that in America we're not facing real challenges. We are, but I still thank God every day I was born in America and somewhere somewhere Afghanistan, like Afghanistan I was not born in. Watching the Taliban make such a radical advance makes the preservation of American ideas even more paramount. Freedom is being stripped away from people of Afghanistan. Surely we can't willingly hand ours away in America. Surely we won't do that. She wrote, when I was in Ukraine, a man saw my U.S. passport sneaking out of my backpack as I put my things away. Ah, the golden ticket, he said. Every day in Ukraine, someone would tell me of their dream and, and their dream of coming to work in America. I even had a few marriage proposals. But my best friend in Ukraine, Anna, wanted to come to America and sell jewelry. My aunt and uncle own a jewelry store in my town. I always considered working there as kind of the backup should I really need a job and fail at everything else. Considering that Anna's dream is my last resort backup really shook me at the time. God loves Anna the same as he loves me. Anna's faithful, intelligent, and tough. She'd be a great American. And yet, for some reason, I was born with a golden ticket and not her. In no way is that justified, and yet it is. The question is, because God has given me so much, what can I give in return? How can I be worthy of the blessing of being an American today? That's the question I'm asking myself today. The Taliban is gaining, uh, gaining ground. Freedom is being globally challenged. <laughs> and we seem to be giving ours away. What can I do with the blessing of being an American today? That is real perspective. That is what we should be thinking of today. How blessed we are to live here and we didn't have to scramble onto an airplane or hold on to the tires as it was lifting off. We were given this. And for anybody who thinks that America isn't the best, would you hold on to the outside of an airplane if it was flying there? Is the Glenn Beck program. I don't see anybody doing that to get to Afghanistan or any other country. I love movies. Before all the COVID stuff, I used to go out to movies every single week. And on the rare occasion when everyone can agree on something, I'd love to sit down and watch a movie or a TV show with my family. But we would spend an hour just going over, I don't want to watch that one. I don't want to watch that one. I don't want to watch that one. Okay, we'll all agree on this one. Then mom chimes in, no. No, have you seen that show? Oh my gosh. It's like juggling chainsaws and I and and me, I can't juggle. Now, Vid Angel has come to the rescue. 
If you don't know what VidAngel is, you need to try this out. VidAngel gives you control over the content in your home. Basically, you set the filters for exactly what you want to see and don't want to see in your home. VidAngel works on most movies and TV on Amazon Prime and Netflix. It is so smooth, you don't even notice it. There's nothing to install, nothing to go out and buy, no wires, nothing. It's vidangelbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK1 and try it for a month for only a dollar. VidAngelBeck.com And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the home of Blaze TV. You can subscribe there and save 10 bucks when you use the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We welcome Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed into our studios with us now. Thank you. Uh... Boy, I was proud of our president yesterday. Oh, bursting! He bursting was, with pride. Yeah, he to the he buck stops here. Well, except for the you know the part that the, except for the part where he blamed Trump. Yeah, and the know. part that he and the Afghan Afghan people. You know, uh, well, yeah, as he said, the buck stops here, except for wherever except for else. Trump and the yeah, Afghans. the buck except stops. For, yeah. Whose fault it really is? I mean, it's really their fault. <laughs> it's really their so fault. It's not my but fault. But the buck stops directly right. here. Right, and it was and important so. to know that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, he made the decision, but he was forced into the decision mm. uh, but, oh, uh, by, by Trump. Yeah, because by Trump. He, this is the one thing that's been consistent. Well, he consistent. followed the Trump plan like he's done so many other times. Every yeah. time. Man, if he's followed one Trump plan, he's followed them all, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he so refuses ridiculous. to change it up at all from yeah, the direction that Trump to. was going. And yeah. it was too good. That's why this is a. That's why that was a good excuse. Yeah. Because yeah. of his consistency mm-hmm. on all the other Trump-related matters, yeah. like the border, yeah, he's for instance, just, just you know, straight ahead, yeah, straight ahead. Well, exactly I think he is, keep it going. I mean, the nice thing <laughs> is, uh, the way he he is so consistent. The way the border mm-hmm. is going is exactly the way Afghanistan, Afghanistan is going. Yes. You mean worse that's than true. ever before? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. What about yes. inflation, though? It's not. That's not going yes. the same way. Yes, it, it is actually oh. is spending. Is spending on the spending, same? Spending. Uh, yeah. yeah. There, we're same thinking thing. that maybe uh, thirteen trillion dollars to twenty-one trillion dollars by the end of his term. <sighs> I love so, how he's blaming Trump for that too. Oh, that eight trillion yeah. he spent was ridiculous. Yeah. You spent that in about. An hour. <laughs> and all Democrats agreed with that spending. Yeah. yeah. We should point out yeah. as well. Uh, it, yes. Trump, I believe, was making them smaller, wasn't he? At one point, wasn't he like... Um, some, maybe of, we'll, some of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, George W. Bush uh, spoke out yesterday. He said, Laura and I have been watching the tragic events unfolding in Afghanistan with deep sadness. Our hearts are heavy for both the Afghan people who have suffered so much and for the Americans and native NATO allies who have also sacrificed so much. Mm-hmm. The Afghans now are at the greatest risk, as are, uh, as are the same ones who have been on the forefront of progress inside their nation. President Biden has promised to evacuate these Afghans along with American citizens and our allies. The United States government has legal authority to cut the red tape for refugees during urgent humanitarian crisis. And this is what I like. Um, you know, we could have done that slowly and methodically. But now let's just let's just, let's just cut the red tape and no need to really go slowly on who comes here in America and who doesn't. You know, I'm sure all those who are applying only have the best of intentions 
and really belong here, which is... Yeah, you won't get anybody from the Taliban or Al-Qaeda. No. Not a single person. No. I mean, there's not going to be anybody. I, I mean, I just hope we can get more <laughs> Elon Omars, you oh, know, right? Uh, which we brought into this country, and mm. she has just... She loves it. She, she loves it. Here. Hey, by the way, did you hear about the DNA test? I did see this story, yes. Yeah, so there was a DNA test. I didn't test. hear about the DNA test. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah. No. Endeavor DNA Laboratories uh, <laughs> did a test... They took a, they took, I think, a straw from one of them. <laughs> and a cigarette. And a cigarette butt from the other. Okay. And Elon Omar and her husband. brother slash husband. I mean, her husband. Her husband. Her husband, her husband brother. Yeah. Her brother, husband. A brother. Uh, a brother. Yeah, her brother, husband. husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's Did the thing. Did they find out it is her brother? Well, only 99.999998% chance. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> I'm saying that there's a chance that they're not, but uh, hopefully <laughs> we can get that kind awesome. of screening done. It's a you know? bit of a weird story. They, they they claim to have legitimately like she's smoking, and they just took the cigarette butt and then mm-hmm. tested the DNA over mm-hmm. a multiple year investigation. It's a very oh, wow. uh, it's a very strange story, but that is what I, who reported that was it the Daily Mail. I can't remember. Uh, who reported yeah, it. Daily Mail. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I don't. Wow. I haven't heard anyone else reporting it yet. But I haven't I mean, either. It's a very odd story. Well, and, odd but interesting. But yeah, the whole odd, saga true. is yeah, very true. odd. The yeah, whole saga is, is odd, yeah. even without well, DNA not, evidence. Yeah, let's not talk about it because there's nothing to see there. Let's just get as many people from Afghanistan onto flights here in America. <laughs> Look, I, it's a tough line because <laughs> no, the it people that have been. did no, freaking it, help no, us no, no. do deserve no, they do. to get out of there. It yeah, they wouldn't do. have she been a tough line. It wouldn't have been a tough line. Had you done it differently? Yeah, you say, we're going to pull out everybody. Everybody who is concerned about dying, mm-hmm. come to the embassy right now and we'll get all this paperwork done. You should have done that first. And they've been doing that. They've just blown the process the entire time, which is not a what? surprise. Yeah, they've had plenty of time. I mean, as we as everyone has noted here, mm-hmm. Donald Trump uh, negotiated this deal and Mike Pompeo negotiated this deal and the the exit was supposed to be May 1st. So we actually had more time. Than was actually outlined in the deal, and still it went this way, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. You had you had multiple extra months to prepare for this, and mm-hmm. still screwed it up like this. Mm-hmm. Massively, mm. uh, mass massively pathetic. Well, you know the thing that I really like uh, is the fact that now the entire world, uh, every single one of our allies. Now saying they know they can trust us. Good God! <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah, they, they know that they, they're coming out now. They know out they're loud. I know they are. And saying we don't know, know if we can trust that America Duh. will ever have our back. Well, yeah, that's England and and Denmark and Germany and France. Our allies are saying. Well, some of those countries punch above their weight anyway. Yeah, well, so they do. They don't need us. They do. They do. <laughs> they don't need us. Yeah, they do. Well, what would you say uh, if I'm Taiwan? I am uh, well. Don't worry. Terrified. Yeah. Don't worry. Terrified. Uh, China just said when uh, mm. we march into Taiwan, don't expect the Americans to come. The help. Americans won't help, and they're right. Exactly right. They're right. What do you say about that? Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you're right. Clearly. I mean, any move, China obviously is aware of this. I'm not breaking news to them, but any move <laughs> they'd want to make right now, they could just get well, away Well, they already with. did with Hong Kong. Yeah, they did it with Hong Kong. We didn't do anything. Yeah, did nothing. They could do it with, they could do it with Taiwan. They could do it wherever they wanted. Did you guys and, know that? And they, they know it. And they won the Olympics. Did you guys see that? I yeah. saw that. I see they tried to win the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, by adding Taiwan. Yeah, they just added all the and countries Hong they Kong. want to control. And Hong Kong. Yeah. And they still didn't beat us with mm. Taiwan and Hong Kong. They, they tried. And not in they total medals. It was anyway. very, it was very close. It was very, very close. It was close. very close. And uh, we added Canada because they're yeah. just like us anyway. Yeah. You can't and tell Mexico. Canadians apart from and China Americans. and China. We had also added China and we'd still be at what? <laughs> not even half their population. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Think of that. You they're say, five times our population. America isn't them. exceptional. America isn't exceptional. They have five times the population. And don't forget the sport camps. Where they take children say, from their families when they're two. Correct. And they take the children that are are destined for greatness and they never see their families again. Mm-hmm. And they're taken to these camps and they're trained their whole life to be this us. is what you're going to do. And they can't find a way to beat us. It's pretty amazing. Mm. Gee, I it's know this amazing. system doesn't work, does it? That old no. freedom thing. Just there's, I don't know. It's kind of messy. <laughs> yeah, it's we're exceptional. You know, a lot like Great Britain is exceptional, and, and uh, Japan is exceptional. Japan, Russia exceptional. is exceptional. Zimbabwe is exceptional. There's nothing exceptional, exceptional about us because everyone right. thinks they're exceptional or right. exceptional. Hey, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Should anyone be talking about the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Should anyone be talking we're... about that? You mean should everyone you mean be for talking Donald about Trump? It? Yes. <laughs> yeah. When he gets back in in August, mm-hmm. we need to remove him immediately with the Twenty Fifth Amendment. We only have thirteen, fourteen days left, uh, so oh. we better get that done. <laughs> I mean, pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, I I find this incredible that <clears throat> no one is talking about that. Well, I, mean, I, I don't. You know, honestly, watching him yesterday. Yesterday, he looked solid. He looked solid and mm-hmm. honestly because he hasn't worked in two weeks it maybe mm-hmm. but i would say he seemed completely um uh, completely confident in his huge mistake like i uh-huh. he he, he absolutely mm-hmm. seemed to i did this intentionally yeah uh sort of laid it out and i, I stand I, behind it yeah i i think oh, he okay i don't i you know because on sunday i felt the same way where is this guy is this do we have a president or not but he was there. He was just making this decision intentionally, and it went the way that he well, was talking about. no, not on the weekend. Not on the weekend. He wasn't. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was actually calling the Fort Worth School District mm-hmm. to well, uh, uh, congratulate right. that, them on this their is a very... Tr- that's a true thing. True story. Actually did. Very brave stand on masks to mm-hmm. stand against the governor <sighs> of Texas. He was making calls to support the teachers' union... While people were falling out of the sky and being slaughtered in the streets of Afghanistan. I mean, just in case you needed it to be worse. uh, There it is. There's there's your president. I'll say this coming into this. None of us believed joe biden was going to be a good president but no. this has been but it's really spectacularly rem- I mean, this worse is than i thought it this was. is you know what this is the exact opposite of of donald trump Mm-hmm. I expected Donald Trump to be somewhat of a disaster. Uh, Back in 2016. In 2016. Yeah. He gets into office and 
he was a disaster on, you know, relationships and everything else. But it all kind of turned out the right way. You know, <laughs> I think that they're all treasonous in the press. And you're like, oh, dear God, why would you say well, that? And then like two years later, and you're like, you know yeah, what? I think he's treasonous right. in the press. <laughs> you think well, he's right. Look at apples to apples here, basically. He came in <laughs> with one of the biggest people forget this. One of the biggest things in the entire campaign was ISIS in 2016 wiped him out and he wiped him out a very similar situation here where you have an mm-hmm. insurgent group starting here and we're just like giving them the country we're just like ah you guys take it you'll probably do better than we could anyway that's basically his i mean think about how bad this has been this has been we all assumed this is almost it's very similar to the taliban like we all kind of assumed that maybe the taliban would be back in control eventually but it happened so fast, it was like breathtaking. That's the Biden administration. Like, I didn't assume he was going to be a good president. But this is breathtaking how bad he has been, how quickly he has got, he's gotten to this level of complete failure. I mean, this has been, it's remarkable. No, you did this. Why would you expect less in Afghanistan when this is exactly how breathtaking the border was? Yeah, the, yeah exactly. I mean, it didn't, it, it wasn't a big buildup. It was just like, you know what? Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody came in. They, they had a chart they've been running for years on the border that the government releases. And you've this seen is it amazing. Before. Have you seen this? You, I don't know. You've Listen. probably seen this chart a million times where they show like how many migrants are coming in and, and like the lines kind of follow each other pretty much every year. And there's a spike yeah. every once in a while. And then you've seen the chart where they goes up and it goes way above the all the previous years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the peak of that chart was 200,000. They've now had to adjust the chart because it literally went off the chart. Yeah. It went off yeah. the chart. They had was, to change the chart. They've been right? releasing. Yeah, it was two, uh, 210 or 220. So now they're now north of the top of the actual <laughs> chart. That's Jeez. how bad he's been. He's been legitimately, literally off the charts bad. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Yay! Congratulations. Yay! But it's a very diverse group of yes, people. Yes, it is. That's true. Uh, That's important. You know, right. and some of the men in the administration are having babies, and mm-hmm. I just think it's it's something to be proud of. <laughs> it really is. Jeez. All right. So you want your kids to know about the truth. You want to know um, why socialism is bad. Why you can't think like the collective. Why individual responsibility is so important. Why the free market works. You have to inoculate them. You want a vaccine. (laughs) This one, no mask, will work against. Strangely, kind of the same way. Unless it's an N95 mask. Um, But uh, you want them inoculated from all of the crap that they're going to bring home from school. The best way to do that is to teach them in an effective way exactly who we are, where we came from, why we made the decisions we made. A freer, more perfect union. Accurate history of the United States. Free markets. Limited government. Why do they work? You will find these in the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins. It's a series of books for all ages. I, I, I want you to find them for your kids and your grandkids. You can find the teenage uh, versions, young adult versions. And quite honestly, there's so much stuff in these that I think a lot of our parents need to know this as well. Just gave my son for his birthday as part of his present, like the whole set of the Tuttle Twin books. You listen to this show? No, I heard some other show talking about it, and I was like, God, those sound great. <laughs> TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You'll get 35% off. 
They'll even throw in all of the activity books for free. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, coming up, Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin is going to join us. Uh, he's currently the Executive Vice President of Family Research Council, uh, which, of course, we all know is a terrorist organization, according to Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, but uh, he also was one of the founding members of Delta Force uh, and has been in charge of our our special forces and a remarkable man and want to get his view on Afghanistan, what this means to us all around the world uh, and especially China with what China is saying. It is <laughs> they are mocking us right now. They are mocking us. The U.S. lost. It was a no-brainer. That was from their Communist Party newspaper, China Daily. The U.S. lost. It was a no-brainer. From what happened in Afghanistan, those in Taiwan should perceive that once a war breaks out in the Straits, the island's defense will collapse in hours and U.S. military won't come to help. That's from the other Chinese Communist Party mouthpiece, Global Times. As a result, the uh, ruling party of of Taiwan will quickly surrender. I mean, the age of a superpower is now behind us. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe Biden. Uh, And the world will become a much, much more dangerous place to be Uh, by the way uh george soros uh, just popped up on the scene again uh as he usually does he is uh, he's saying gosh i shouldn't have made all these deals with china i think they are the greatest threat to uh america and i see a war with china coming oh really do you george thanks this is the glenn beck program